Welcome to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell, where each week you hear from safety industry experts and leaders discussing safety culture, team development, and the future of the safety industry. If you are looking for help with your safety program or have questions, head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Let's get started. Everyone, welcome back to the True Safety Podcast. Uh, my name is Seth Silvers. I'm here with Apollonia Rockwell. Apollonia, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. I'm almost in my fifth month of pregnancy, so I'm clicking along just great. Which is amazing that you're still saying that you can honestly say you're doing awesome. I know. I really, and I honestly am. The reason being, this is totally off subject, is that the the mamas can relate to this, but just, um, I, I wasn't really active my first pregnancy at all. And I'm just, um, a little bit more active this time, just, just making a commitment to move, um, to work out every day, but really just the goal is really just to move around and, um, yeah. So just doing awesome. that and drinking lots of water, I've been feeling a lot better. So good. That's great. And, uh, our topic today is not pregnancy. We're going to talk about management <laughs> leadership. Um, but I think that, you know, this is, this is part of why like true safety is a little bit different. Like you're a female leading in a predominantly like male led industry of like safety and, you know, construction, oil and gas. Um, but also like, I think showing that it's possible, showing that it's possible to, uh, you know, to have a family life, but also to build a company. And I think it's a good example for people to see. And so today we're doing something a little bit different on the podcast. Instead of bringing a guest in, um, I'm usually in the background as the producer, but Apollonia and I are going to kind of talk about some of the topics that have been coming up regularly in some of our episodes recently. And so today we really want to talk about the concept of management leadership. And so, you know, over the last few episodes, Apollonia leadership has continued to come up. And, you know, I'd love to know, like, in what ways recently have you seen leadership play a big role on the field with, with your clients, like with the clients that we serve at True Safety? Yeah, no, that's such a great question just because it's so relevant. And what I'm actually seeing with customers that they're working with on a day-to-day basis is what I've noticed is everyone is starting to build their budgets back up after COVID, right? And so people were starting to see that business is regaining its momentum And I've been really surprised because I've seen dollars of these construction, oil and gas, manufacturing, trucking companies, the dollars are going back into safety. They, the customers that we're working with never stopped, but I see that they're investing back into safety, but it's in a different way. They're actually, we have a few customers that are investing in leadership training right now, and they're actually going through it with, um, with a speaker that we've actually had on the podcast, uh, John Dunsmore. And so John Dunsmore is an amazing, you should listen to that podcast. He has a great philosophy on safety, on humans, on life, uh, all of it, um, just being a better version of you. And so he's actually working with a few of our customers on specifically management, uh, management leadership training specifically. So to see companies invest in that and see that there's a need in that after COVID, it's a little bit different. And how I've been seeing it rolled out, I've been through a lot of leadership classes and I love how everyone is a little bit different, but this one 
um, the classes that I've been seeing around leadership are just navigating more so the human emotions of the people that you're working with. And I don't know if, I guess it's no mystery. I mean, post COVID, what we just went through was really traumatic for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And so to not sweep that under the rug and put it in the, and to talk about it and to put it in the forefront of your mind and, and have the realization and the knowing that people are still digging themselves out of a really tough place and being sensitive to those human emotions in the workplace leads to a better, a better morale in the workforce, a better relation, better, stronger relationships, clear vision in the workplace. It all ties into how we communicate and work side by side when we can really um, relate to what everyone might be going through at home. And so that's really interesting. Yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot of companies embrace the leadership training in addition to the OSHA compliance classes and the compliance stuff. Yeah, which is interesting because, I mean, yeah, OSHA is not going to come and say, hey, have you been teaching your people about leadership? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think you're so right that this year, um, no matter what people believe on like the political side of what's happened, yeah. It's been a chat, like there's been challenges. And I think especially from the social side, like from just a people perspective, it's been a challenging year. Like people haven't had the same, like I don't think anybody's had the same interactions with people in community yeah. that they did a year previous. And yeah. so I think that, yeah, like that, you know, that requires and lends us to the importance of just getting some training on on leadership and connecting with other people and having a healthier culture people-wise. I'd love to talk about some of the leaders like in your life. Yeah. Um, and, and just, I think it's just so important for us to look at like, who are the leaders in our life? And also for everybody listening, like no matter where you are, whether you're a CEO, manager, field worker, like we all need to be aware of the leadership we have in our life, but also the, the leadership that we're giving. Um, and so who are some of the like influential leaders for you that have stood out, whether it's, in a professional setting, in a personal setting that have really made an impact on your life? Yeah, I mean, if you come to mind, John Densmore is obviously one of them, one of the previous speakers we've had on the show. And I've also really have had the chance to see this gal's leadership, not just with me, but with other people. And so seeing that, seeing that both ways has made me appreciate this gal even more. But she is, I'm in a, a CEO um, executive group. And so I am coached by a gal named Nancy Hubaka. I always butcher her last name. It's Habash. I think I always mess it up. But, um, but Nancy, this girl is phenomenal. And I'm able to see how she's impacted my life, but mainly also impact other people's lives and people in the community. And so I think that how you pivoted that question, um, was really good because I was once told, okay, so you have this concept leadership. You might be thinking, what does that even mean? Like you haven't really been through a bunch of leadership classes and you start by thinking who has led me well, who has made an impact in my life and what do those characteristics look like and feel like? Because if you, if you think, okay, well, how am I supposed to be a great leader? How am I supposed to be a better leader? 
that might just be too vague for you to understand right at first. At least it was for me, but putting in the perspective or the lens of how you said that was who has led me well and how did I embrace, how am I starting to embrace those you know, characteristics of how I see it, but yeah. Yeah, what, what, stood, like, what stood out about those leaders for you? Like how have they made an impact on you? The level of care, I think that any great leader or if you've ever been to a seminar or if you've, um, if you've listened with COVID, we haven't been to seminars, so if you've picked up any great podcasts or anybody who's made an impact on your life, um, but for me personally, it's th- this connection that these two leaders in my life have been able to create. It's a connection that I'm seen, and it's a connection that they, I just know us humans are so intuitive that you know when someone really cares about you. Yeah. I think that we, and I'm sure you hear that too in a lot of podcasts, is like, or even with marketing with marketing, like, you know, when you're being sold, we know we're so smart, what we, that we know when we're really cared about, heard, seen. And so these, these leaders just have the ability to connect with someone on a level that's so deep. And I think that especially post COVID, we're all craving that authentic connection with another human. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that like, there's a problem if, we don't have somebody that we look up to as a leader in our in our career. Yeah. In the professional yeah. space. Like, and I mean you're a CEO, but you still have a way for you know other people that are leading you that you're learning from. And I think if you can't look at somebody in your organization as a leader, then that's a problem. Like there's a leadership problem in you in your company. I'm yeah. curious to like what are some of the characteristics of the worst leaders? that you've been under. We don't have to like, you know, drop names and everything. But if you like think back to some of the leaders that were the most challenging or really that weren't leaders at all, they were just, you know, people above you that were not helping you to progress. What were some of those characteristics? And how we can even, how I'll talk about this one is in a way that I saw these characteristics and it, it made me realize Hey, I can't, this is how this is making me feel. So I need to be aware. I need to have the self-awareness to not, to try my best not to have these characteristics on, you know, in my personal life, because that's how this is making me feel. So I would say that the worst characteristics of, of leadership are, you know, one, not taking accountability. I think that's a big one. I could have a whole podcast on a few podcasts on accountability. So not taking accountability. Um, not having empathy, not having the ability to, maybe not even the ability, but maybe it just starts with the want to understand how the other person is feeling. So, you know, somebody that's going off the wall on something, they're like a leader that's just making rash decisions and is hot-tempered, really angry all the time. Um, And then I would say, lack of accountability, lack of empathy, and then lack of courage, I think would be the third one is the courage to make a decision. Um, I think that when I look at, just for me personally, when I look at the best leaders of my life, they were strong and they were bold and they were willing to make a decision. And even though in the moment, they didn't have all the details to make the most 
analytical best decision ever. They, but they just made a decision. And if we needed to pivot, then we would pivot. But to me, that's always better than waiting to get all the details, all the numbers, all the da 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 da, da to like make a decision. I think people admire uh, bold leaders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And kind of on the flip side of that, you know, when you think of some of the best leaders you've had in your life, whether currently or in the past, what are some of the characteristics that stand out from the best leaders? Best leaders, the first one that comes to mind, and this is something that I struggle with, and that's why I admire this characteristic a lot, is somebody that you always know where you stand with them. Mm. And so personally, as a leader, this is something that I'm, I'm very aware of. And I would say that I'm always evolving as a leader. I'm always trying to be better, but young, my younger self being, you know, a, a CEO, I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't even know what it meant to lead other team members. And so the, the my number one struggle back then was, and I'm still working on it now, is um, giving critical feedback, giving healthy feedback. When someone is messing up, I used to be really afraid to have a tough conversation because I didn't want to hurt the other person's feelings. And I didn't want them to be mad at me. And I would just either do it myself or just keep it to myself, you know? And it was just really hard for me to have these tough conversations with somebody. And so I think that's something that I'm always aware of and trying to get better at. So I love other people that I know where I stand with them at all times. We can have those tough conversations. And so I'm always learning different ways to do that. So I just know that there's a balance of being too too rash, too blunt. And then the flip side is not sharing feedback, which is detrimental to a human and organization. You have to give you know, tough feedback and have tough conversations if you want to be successful. So that'd be the first one. Number two, um, so just being able to have tough conversations, being transparent. Number two would be, again, just having that that bold, fearless um, mantra about you that you're a leader is so passionate and, and they speak with conviction because they're they believe in the mission, the cause, the vision. And so having somebody obsessed with their trade and their specialty made, makes me always feel like I, I can trust this person. Mm-hmm. This person knows what they're doing, but they might not have all the answers. They don't claim to have all the answers, but they love what they do and they do that one thing really well. Yeah. Um, and then my third one would be, yeah, just that empathy piece, just the, the piece of um the best leaders have always known me on a on a personal level and they've always been able to connect with me in that way and know a little bit about my family but it's more it's deeper than that um i'm sure you've experienced it just somebody that can see you for who you are yeah absolutely i think those are great examples and and unique examples too i think that's uh we don't often think about it and we don't often verbalize like the importance of just knowing where you stand with leaders. Yeah. It's kind of been culturally accepted of like, you know, who knows where you stand with your leaders. But I think that's such a good, yeah, it, and nobody does, but we've kind of just accepted it as the norm, but it's so refreshing 
to know where you stand. And there's a sense of accountability that comes with that too. Yeah. Like if you're transparent about that as a leader, then people are going to know where they stand. And if they don't stay in a good place, then they're going to like, it's important for people to know that they shouldn't be guessing uh, because they, then they can improve on it. So a lot of, a lot of listeners, a lot of workers, they might not be in a like leadership role. Um, And so I found it funny because leader, it's really easy for leaders to say, well, everybody's a leader. Right. But they're saying that kind of from like the mountaintop of like, they have some title that makes it clear that they're a leader. What about for like frontline workers or people on the job site that like, they're not a manager. They're not, you know, they're not with a role that has some kind of assumed leadership. How can workers on the job site or, you know, on the field, what can they be doing to lead and to lead others well? Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of things, but um, one thing that comes to mind, since this is a safety podcast, is how my mind is thinking about this, is there's always been, for an example, let's say, let's say a pretty severe accident or an incident on a job site, and let's say a supervisor isn't around, owners, managers, nobody's around, it's just, it's just like you said, frontline workers, and so we've seen it both ways. One where the person that had the most knowledge didn't speak up, but then you have somebody that's maybe newer or they're a a natural leader and somebody had the courage that day to use their voice and stop what's going on. And so, because they knew it was unsafe. You know, but they didn't have a title. They they didn't they didn't have a supervisor label on them. But they led that day. They led that event to prevent something from happening. Or the example of an incident did happen, and somebody was technically a leader, and they didn't speak up. So there's been. I think it's important to understand that when you have leadership, is also influence. And so when you have that charisma and you have a, the sense of care of everyone around you, then you, those are the types of characteristics that you display that make you a leader, that make people look at you when a problem needs to be solved. So everyone's looking at you of the next move. So it's somebody that has the knowledge, who has the courage to step up and, and lead in a sense um, without even having the title. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, that's huge. And for people to just realize that every action, everything we do influences somebody. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I kind of, as we bring this episode to a close, like let's talk about the bottom line for companies. Cause that's super important. Yeah. Uh, and we don't want to pretend like it's not, how does good leadership impact the bottom line of a company? A few tangible takeaways, workers' comp premiums. Um, So uh, if you are a safety director, if you're trying to promote safety in your workplace and you're trying to think of how can I sell safety to my, uh, how can I sell safety to the the leadership team to in a sense where it affects the bottom lines. The biggest thing that we see is workers' comp premiums. So your insurance goes up. Every time that you have an incident, even if it's a non-reportable, if you have a, if you have, um, gosh, 
back strains, or if you have a heat related, um, now that we're getting into the summer months, if you have a heat related incident, let's just say it's under recordable, it doesn't matter. If you, if you go to the doctor, if you're having these, these um, workers comp claims, then that's going to make your insurance go up. Also, just the direct costs of medical bills, um, paying for these doctor appointments, paying for these chiropractor appointments, paying for the physical therapy. Um, so the, the, those are the direct costs. Indirect would be insurance. Um, but the more that you invest in your team, the more tools that you give your team to, and the empowerment, it's not just the training, but the empowerment to actually use what you're learning in training. Right. And you empower your team to take that from the classroom to the field, then that's when you'll see a return on your investment when it comes to Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's important for everybody to understand like this does, this impacts everybody. And, you know, frontline workers should be concerned with the bottom line because if the bottom line is better for a company, if a company is making more money and having less incidents, that meant like that, ideally that should be good for everybody. Yeah. You know, that's going to increase right. the chances of a company being able to give raises and get benefits and bonuses and different things. So I think all of this is so connected and everybody taking an onus of leadership on themselves is super, super important. So I'm sure this topic will continue to come up because leadership is so critical when we're talking about going beyond compliance. But thanks so much for kind of sharing your thoughts on this topic, Apollonia. Absolutely. Yep. I'll talk with you soon. Great. Thank you for listening to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell. If you are looking to save time and money with your safety program this year, we'd love to hear from you. Head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast to schedule a free call with our team where we will help you identify the biggest opportunities for growth in your company and safety program, and we'll connect you with the right resources to help you grow. Again, that is truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you know anyone who needs to hear this episode today, click the share button and send them this episode.